You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hello, everybody. My name's Jack Barksdale, and you're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, I'm here once again with Van Plating. Yay! Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be back on the show and talk about some new songs. Yeah, you've, uh, you're releasing a new album called Orange Blossom Child. I've gotten to listen to it, and it's really cool. And uh, I got to talk to you before on this podcast uh, two years yeah. ago in yeah. 2021. And I feel like the natural first question to ask is, what have you been up to since then? A lot. Uh, well, you know, once once things started opening back up, Mm-hmm. I started touring on that last the album that we talked about last mm-hmm. time I was on the show it was a way down and did as much as I could do which ended up being a lot I can't remember the show count of that fall the following year and that traveling kind of is what inspired me to start on the new album mm-hmm. and you know diving more into like, what does it mean to be an artist from where I'm from here in Florida and, and all of that thematic stuff? And so after, you know, touring around playing a lot last summer, I started writing this album and I basically spent, uh, you know, the six or seven months that you could see my, my desk and then the studio behind me. That was like my whole world from October through May uh, or June. It's honestly hard to remember when that it's done but yeah it's so uh, that's what i've been up to lots of making noise in the studio yeah i've gotten to yeah i've read a lot of things about this album it, it seems really really cool and i'm kind of wondering what, how would you describe this new album this new album it's what i hope people will begin to recognize as like my audio footprint or calling card it is first of all, I produced and engineered and wrote everything. So this time, you know, I didn't have a co-producer, there weren't co-writers and there's nothing wrong with, with having those things. Those are great things. I've learned a lot. Um, But it was really important to me with this one to be so much more specific, you know, than I've ever been in my work before. And um, because of that, you know, I feel like I took all these sounds from like when I was teeny, teeny, tiny to up through adolescence. I took them all and I kind of like created my own color palette, you know, to paint with and to, to my own ears, you know, maybe it's because I made it. But to me, it sounds like a very unique brand of country rock and roll music mm-hmm. um, that sort of it doesn't really doesn't sound like you wouldn't hit play and be automatically like, Oh, she's a red dirt girl or, mm-hmm. Oh, this is from Nashville, you know? And that's because it's, it's so specific to, to hear um, and to my influences. So that's what I, that's what I hear when I hear it. I hear landscapes in in wild Florida and I hear all those influences, you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's me. I don't know what necessarily what other people hear the same or not you know yeah it's it's a completely different sound from a lot of the other stuff that you've you've done yes and for uh, sure it's kind of like this really cool hodgepodge of 
mm-hmm. much different influences and genres. It's really cool. Thank you. I, I really wanted to lean into it's like if I could lean into absolutely every influence that I've ever had all at one time and then just do that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that's what it felt like. So, you know, I've never had pedal steel on any of my albums. That seems like a huge miss, right? Like, why not? I love pedal steel. So there's pedal steel on stuff. There's the most fiddle work I've ever done on an album of mine is on this album. Yeah. And that's important because that was like, my entire upbringing, my fiddle paid for college, you know, like it should be a feature instrument, that that kind of stuff, I think, makes it a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. You said you had, uh, you did a lot of this album yourself, but there's also a lot of collaborators. Yes. I believe it's eight out of 11 of the songs are collaborations. Um, Yes. Yes. And that kind of a new experience? Or is that something you're used to? Or? Well, I mean, if you look at my previous releases, I think I've had one feature one time on the first album I did. And for this one, I definitely knew I wanted to do more than one. I didn't know that everyone was going to say yes. So (laughs) that's kind of what what happened, Jack, was I started thinking like, oh, who would be good for this song? And who might be good for that song? And, you know, spitballing ideas and thinking out loud and starting to reach out, like reaching out through friends or reaching out to some of these artists are friends of mine or the ones that I don't know, reaching out through mutual connections. And then what happened was everybody said yes. So then I was like, oh my gosh, there's like eight or nine people that all said yes. What am I going to do? And then my immediate next thought was like, well, bring it on, make it, make it a party because art is more fun when it's collaborative, you know? Mm -hmm. And every single one of those folks brought so much color to to the songs, you know, like they were complete before. And then those feature artists came in and just elevated absolutely everything. And then on top of that, so we've got that many, you know, guests singing, and then we've got 32 musicians. Oh, wow. There's 32 musicians on this record. So I played, I played a ton of guitar, um, acoustic, electric. I did a lot of the percussion work. I did obviously the writing and the vocal, lead vocal work. Um, But the way I built the arrangements was once I got like a feel for how I wanted the songs to go and I knew the direction, I would have a FaceTime with my drummer friend, John Lum, and a talk through, you know, here's my references like for instance for sugar palm club i was really really into honky tonk woman by the rolling stones as a reference for that like if i mix that with something from like tom petty in the 80s that's where i wanted to land and john being amazing the way he is and a good communicator he heard that and then so i would get the skeletons done send it to my friend will Payne harrison i think you know will too he's yeah. another artist uh... will played most of the bass oh that's really cool yeah um so i got the skeletons done that way and then i would think okay uh if we're still talking about sugar palm bucca allen on keys oh my gosh total dream makes sense totally makes sense for that kind of song and so i would reach out to him or my friend cj mask who's in nashville who's just super heartbreakers guitar work Mm -hmm. 
reach out to him and say, hey, can you do this? And then I would get all their parts. And that's how I would build arrangements. I would spend hours at that little desk behind me editing, figuring out like, okay, where does this go? Where does this fit? But that's that's how it was done. And so it was a lot of a lot of collaboration, a lot of relationship building, a lot of man, like it, it's funny for a self-produced album, it's the most collaboration I've ever done in my life, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. 32 people. My eye was twitching by January because I was like trying to keep track of everything. <laughs> my my hard drive was full, you know, like all, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it was so worth it. And I have all these new friends now, you know, I didn't even know Will was a bass player before I started on this record and we were wow. kicking around. Yeah. It's just really funny because he's one of my best friends. And I was like, I didn't know you were like, a bass player. I thought you just played bass on your records. And he was like, no, I have a background in jazz. I was like, oh, do you? Well, <laughs> a lot of that, like just dialoguing with human beings around it. And then, you know, uh, we're friends on social. So you can see like, there's been like the same picture every day for seven months in that little room with me holding different instruments, but like all the fans and followers and my supporters have been part of this in a way that I think is kind of abnormal for most people when they're in the studio, you know, you might get a picture here and there, but I was literally like, I was so by myself, you know, it was me and yeah. the fans and my Skype and FaceTime dates with my collaborators. So that was a way to, to make it really relational. And I feel like, well, it would have sounded completely different if I just done everything myself it wouldn't be the beautiful lush thing that it is you know yeah. so i'm thankful for those all those folks are you touring at all behind this this album uh i will be you will. i will be i'm not there yet i want to get through um so the album drops on friday and then americana fest which i'm hoping to see you there yeah, i hope so i'll be there all next week and then after that i have like a pile of figuring out, you know, figuring out uh, what tour dates are going to look like. I need to get out to Texas. Um, and like, there's like, you know, a bunch of different cities where my music tends to do really well. And I need to kind of get my brain around how do I get there, but mm -hmm. nothing confirmed yet. It's really cool. I've read a lot of really cool things about this album and I'm just really excited that uh, uh, I get to talk to you about it. And it's, it's a, a really cool piece of work. And, Thank you, Jack. Uh, I I read a little bit about that you gave a name to this kind of genre that you created. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, as is my habit, I like to like get an idea and then just go ahead and put it out there in the world. And so I was struck uh, with the thought of you know how we have these different genres within country music like mm -hmm. that delineate region or sound or history you know like some people will say you know if i say red dirt country you're Im immediately going to know okay i'm either oklahoma texas that part of the country or if i say trad country you're going to think what like george jones or mm -hmm. i don't know fill in the blank or nashville as its own vibe or outlaw country with Waylon and Cash and all that. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, as I'm learning about all the folks that are originally from here, 
they kind of sound really different. You know, if you go for like a Graham Parsons, who is right there at the uh, beginning of country rock and roll or the Allman Brothers or Skinner even, which is in that more in Southern rock. I was like, music from here has its own vibe. It's a little moodier. It's a little more eclectic. I'm just going to call it something. And so I decided to call it Orange Blossom Country. Yeah. And people kind of have jumped on with that because, um, I don't know, I, I tagged a bunch of my friends who are from artists from here that are all working artists and they're all amazing. And I was like, we need to call this something. And they sort of started tagging it too. And it's really caught on. And I think the reason for that is because it's a very identifiable thing. You know, I say orange blossom country, you're automatically going to think of Florida. And it kind of eliminates all the explanation you have to do to describe your music, which is convenient, as you know, is very, very convenient when somebody asks you about your art. If you can condense it a little bit, it makes it easier for them to listen, you know? Yeah. Instead of having to get out a couple pages. Yeah, you get (laughs) Right. Well, let me tell you, this is where it started. It kind of sounds like this and a little that. Instead, it's like, oh, I play Orange Blossom Country. Oh, you must be a country singer from Florida. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Well, you've been doing some really awesome stuff since we last talked. Thank you. I'm kind of wondering where would you like to be in the next in two years from now? Two years from now, I hope that I'll be launching the next whatever the follow-up is to this album. And I really hope that I will have secured some Lucas Nelson opening slots. That's like up there on my, that's like my dream for this next year is to somehow open for him a few times Mm -hmm. Um, and get over to Europe uh, because I have some fans there and I've never gotten to meet them yet. And then, yeah, just more recording. I have a couple interesting collaborations I'm cooking up. Um, with different artists from all over. So I have a lot of things I want to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? I mean, of course, this new album, Orange Blossom uh, Child, and when exactly is it coming out? comes out on Friday the 15th, September 15th. 11 songs. Yep. And, uh, yeah, is there anything else that you'd like to to talk about or, or uh, plug? Um, I mean, I don't think so. Really, just the album itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's other stuff I can't even really talk about yet. So I have one thing I want to talk to you about when we're done, though. Okay. Because I can't talk about it officially yet. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, thank you so much for... Uh, coming on here and and talking with me about this this new album and what you've been up to and yeah thank you very much thanks for having me can't wait to see you play in nashville next week yeah i really hope we we run into each other there me too awesome well once again this is van plating their new album orange blossom child coming out september 15th thanks everyone for listening and i hope you have a great day